There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show. It's October 11th, 2022, and there's so much going on here, Jackson. I don't even know where to start. So much going on. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I really don't. Um, I got great questions. Tip of the cap to the audience, Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Uh, I'm told that I can expect an erotic story. Oh no! Wow! From a listener that is an M F F F. I believe it was a three on one. Jeez! Uh, his friend DM'd me via the Twitter tweets to tell me that I can expect this. He's uh, either going to call into TMA or he's going to email it to me. All right. We shall see. Yeah, that's uh slightly suspicious that his friend. <laughs> Friend is DMing you about it. That's kind of a wild. I don't thing. care. You know what? If you're if you're dying of thirst, you'll drink anything, and that's what we are for erotic stories on the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Yeah, it's, it's broadcasting from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Chris Nagel, who we are playing tomorrow. Uh huh. By the time many people listen to this, they will know what the results are. Although I think people feel like they know what the results will be, even though it hasn't happened yet. Right. You will know. Uh, we are playing. The five of us on TMA are playing Chris Nagel. At his home course, from the tips, 7,300 yards, our, uh, we will be scrambling, so we'll get five shots from each location, mm-hmm. and just playing him, where he has recently shot 62, 10 under par, twice in the last uh, 11 days. Yeah. And Jackson, without question, I guess if you were to rank the belief in this miracle, mm-hmm. as it's being labeled by his caddy, Michael Wellington, um... And uh, and Darren Pang, who's a Meadowbrook member and joins us on uh, 101 ESPN Balloon Party, uh, who told us not to even bother playing and to uh, to then just go right to the bar. Mm-hmm. I would say me and you are at the top of the belief chart. Yep. I don't really know where Doug is. Oh, he's not high on our, on our okay. chances. And, uh, and Iggy and the Plowhawk, they're just not. The not absolute seller. I mean, just in the absolute cellar. There couldn't be less belief, and especially in Ken Strode. He, has, he, has, he was backtracking all day. But 
to be fair, I, I felt his attitude has improved slightly, but he's still putting all these referendums and these addendums. Well, in. he wants to he wants to continue to change the the tee box. That's just not going to. We're playing from the tips. We're playing from the tips. That's the, that's the fair. We're getting five shots at it. We should all play from the tips. You and I have to drive the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's well. going to be important. That's going to be very important. But I think that you and I on an eighteen hole course can hit the fairway. One of us will hit the fairway. There's probably, I, I doubt there's 14 drivers, but maybe they are from the tips. So, okay, that's that's 28 shots. How many of those go in the fairway? 28 shots, but we'll only use one. So I'll say of the 14 drivable holes, we'll get 11 fairways. That's we. I'd be having a good day if I went 11 of 14. Right, but that's, but that's split between us. So okay. there might be All a right. time where you hit it and I don't and vice versa. Yeah. Hopefully we bottle we those need, up. We need the first three to fairway find it. That would be that would be a big help. And then, because I know there are a couple of holes that I play regularly, and I know there's no, like, 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like, okay, I can miss it left. I got room over here. If I miss it right, it's going to be in the fairway, and I'm just going to take it up over the trees over here, and I just I, and I hit it what I want to do. God, I feel like three out of four times easily, if not more, and I think it's because I am mentally freed up. Right. And that just has an effect on the body. So I'm texting with Nagel, who has invited me out to play today a practice round, um, which is great news for you, Jackson, because that puts a clock of some sorts on QFTA. And how happy are you about that? Uh, I'm a little less happy than I am confident that we can win tomorrow. So I'm, I'm high in both. I legitimately, I just, I don't know. I think once I get out there, I will have a much more educated commentary. Because if I'm going driver hybrid or driver four iron in to par fours, then I'll have to report, and I don't know how I'll handle it, to report to the team. Yeah, it's going to be tough. What the situation is. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I realize he's much longer than us, but that doesn't mean that we're hitting four irons in everywhere. The Plowhawk's no. hitting his three-wood everywhere. And no. Plowhawks will be hitting his three-wood from 175, so that, that does change it. Either way, so we got that going on. We have wonderful questions going on. Um, I feel like I got something else going on, but fuck, I don't know. Whatever. We're in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Ryan Kelly, sponsor of the studios. The HomeLoanExpert.com, the studio sponsor here. If you're going to be buying a home, refinancing a home, work with Ryan Kelly. He's online at TheHomeLoanExpert.com. It's what I did, and that's what I recommend you do as well. Interest rates are all over the place right now, but the HomeLoanExpert has the lowest one. So work with an important, it's important to work with a great lender and the Home Loan Expert is the one to work with online at thehomeloanexpert.com. James Carlton is my insurance agent. I'd like to recommend James Carlton to our audience in a major way. Uh, he is online at carltoninsurance.net. If you're insurance, cost a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. And James Carlton with TMA and the Tim McKernan Show audience is saving a lot of money when it comes to car insurance with households with teenage drivers. If any of our listeners have drivers in their home who are under 25, James's team would love the opportunity to see how much they can help you out. It's James Carlton, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. Could you tell us about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, Jackson? You betcha. Yeah, I talked, nice, with, Mark, nice, uh, nice. talked with Mark about a week ago. You know, it was just, you know, talking about what what this year has been, what everything looks like, everything I have in my plans, what we can do for the future to make uh, make sure we're in a good position. 
And that's so important, you know. I, he reached out to me to talk to me about this stuff. You know, that's how much yeah. he cares about each and every client. That's such, like, an awesome thing. And like I said, like, we talked about finances for sure, but we also just talked about life and how the two intertwine. And so much of that is is so important when you have someone like Mark Hanna. Like, the fact that he will reach out to you. You can make adjustments when needed. He's always there to help you. He's excited to talk to you. He's told me that many times. Like, I just kind of... He does. He loves the conversation. He does. He's told me I have a... So don't a, be intimidated thinking that right. he's not going to want to talk to you if you don't have a certain net worth. Exactly. He's like, I have a schedule of calls I have to make today, and I can't wait to talk to each and every person. No. And he's 100% serious when he says so. So if you don't have anybody, if you just throw me into a savings account, but you're looking to actually like have a plan going forward, get in touch with Mark Hanna. I promise you, you're going to be in a better position. And if you already have somebody, consider making the switch over because Mark's the best in the business. How about this one? Fresh off of four days with Michael Wellington. Now, you were ill yesterday, mm, mm-hmm. so you weren't around. Yeah. Uh, before I even read the email, I just see it says QFTA with Wellington. Um, so I've read it, but I haven't read it uh, since this was sent in. I, t- I told Wellington this, and he wasn't. he's not like, hey, what are people saying? It's just not his personality, which is one of the reasons why I enjoy working with him. He is very low maintenance. I need low maintenance. Yeah. It is important in my personal and business relationships. Somebody is, yee, right? You know, yeah. We're not going to be, we're, <laughs> we're not going to be a good pairing. Yep. Um, and he called me. What he's? Oh, yeah. And asked about something related to podcasting. He goes, "Hey, I just want to let you know, I really enjoy doing the show." I go, "I got to tell you, I have too." And it's been so easy that I haven't even really thought about the fact that oh, Doug's not here. Right. It's been almost seamless in a sense. And that isn't something that I am used to. Um, and then, and this is the biggest compliment I can give anybody when Doug is out. And I don't know if you saw it because you see more texts than I do. Uh-huh. At least I think you do. I don't I know. Do. Okay. I didn't see one text bitching that Doug wasn't in. Now, I want to make this clear. Doug is the all-time greatest two-guard in the history of the game. Yep. There will never be a better one. Yep. Never. Never. I don't care whenever he shuts it down and whoever comes in. There will never be. I can't imagine. Can't imagine. So it's not to say that Wellington is, quote, better. What I'm trying to say, because no disrespect, Doug does a different type of thing. Yeah, Doug's one of a kind. And, but the show still worked well enough that people weren't going, oh, fuck, when's Doug going to... Like, the text that right. will come in oftentimes right. oh, yeah. that I'm sure... Okay, yeah. All right. oh, <laughs> you don't see the text when you're not in when I'm running point. Oh, my God. So that, to me, I said that to him. I said, I got to tell you. And, you know, I've seen plenty of people come in and sit in the chair when Doug is not there. More so than anybody else. Not intended to be a shot. Just telling you the way that it is. I would think people appreciate that. Um... And I haven't seen it. And and I have gotten, and I don't know if you got them, some emails, uh, just like the one I'm, I guess I'm about to read here. It's titled QFTA with Wellington, which I believe is more in reference to the podcast that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it was since September 29th, so certainly was. That's the reason. Uh, that I got people DMing me and comp- sending compliments, not to me, but about Wellington. So awesome. Which is which is great. It really is because he's such a like a really 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 good guy and super talented. Yes, and it's so I had it had never. I don't even think I was the one who had the idea to bring him in. I think Tommy did. I want. I I feel like were you in that? It was in Tommy's office when it came up. I feel like it was a while ago. Though. Right, it was a couple months ago for yeah. sure. And I said, well, Doug's going to be out. I know he's going to see his son in Tampa. Uh, 
in October. And so, yeah, if you'd like to, because I guess that the staff here got to know him from the dotum with right, producer bipolar. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. So, anyway, um, here is the email. Your most recent QFTA with Michael Wellington is my favorite episode yet. I could have listened to you guys talk for hours and hours. I have conversed with him two times, and then the person goes into some of the names and some of the reasons, and it has to do with birdies for bipolar, but I, I'm not going to read people's names here. No, it's not like anybody did anything wrong. I don't know if this person knew that this was going to be read. Uh, Michael means the world to this person. I am a loyal listener, and I would be considered a lemming of TMA. I wanted to send this email to let you guys know you make a difference in people's lives in a positive way. Last thing, I'm curious if you thought about having Michael take the place of Doug when he does shut it down. If you can't answer, I understand. Keep up the good work. Love all the shows. I'm thrilled for TMA to finally be in the great spot you all deserve. Um, and that comes from Matthew B. I don't know if the person wants their full name out there. Um, but anyway, that's a person who um, I actually usually DM with on Twitter who emailed me. So with that said, um, to tip the full transparency again, I think I, I like to try to give people something on the podcast that we don't get, give them on TMA. So right. just some more information. Doug and I, as I've said multiple times, I know, hardly ever talk about the business of the show unless it needs to be discussed. Like, Doug and I, and I don't think this goes on with anybody. I guess if it did, all right, pick the two parties on the show who are most likely to be talking about the show. Iggy. And either myself or Plowsy. I would agree with Iggy and the Plowhawk. Okay. But it's part because they just go out there fresh off of a segment and are smoking together. It's not like they're working out, you know, an no. annual buy. <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> know what you anticipate to talk about. <laughs> I have no idea what the Geopolitical stances. Right. So, but, so anyway, point being, like last year, Doug and I were talking quite a bit throughout the course of the, you know, decisions we as a group made. Um, there was a lunch for the four of us, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Plowboy wasn't a part yeah, of it. No, yeah, right. at yep. that time. And I said, all right, what do you guys want to do? Here is, here it is, here's what we got, here's what the situation is, you know. So, you know, and if, if one person out of the four, me, you, Doug, and Iggy, want, disagree, then we don't, we don't, yeah, we, we don't, don't decide until yeah, everybody's on board. That's, move as that, a unit. That's, that's the way that it is, to give a little more background. Yep. So when we were looking at buying KFNS in there were multiple times, I think the first like super serious time, contrary to what might have been in the newspaper, was January of 2020. And I don't know if that was in the newspaper. Um, and I recall getting on the phone with Doug and going, hey, you know, I know we've never discussed this, and why would we? But what what is your thought process? Because I know I knew he wanted to leave TV because mm-hmm. I knew he wanted to leave TV since the first day I started at KMOV in two thousand. So I knew where that was. Right. But on the radio side, I didn't know because I didn't know if he's like okay, you know, it's we're me and Jody are going to move to he right. talks about Orange County. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, maybe he's like, okay, once I'm done with TV, I'm gone. So yeah. just you know, where are you on it? And he goes, you know, I do want to leave television too. But as far I want to do radio as long as possible. And I'm like, God bless America. God bless, for real. And even though he did experience a health incident, which he talks about on the radio, so I'm not going uh, beyond the purview, last August, I don't think anybody listening to the show 
would know that if they didn't know it because oh, he yeah. talks about it. You know right, what I mean? Right, 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 yeah. And so from that standpoint, I and I've, I've talked about this. I feel like I've talked about it more because I do sound story now and I see it. But I feel like people at a certain age, I don't know what age it is, if it's 60, if it's 70, they kind of get like pushed to the side. I think it's such a mistake because I think some of the most brilliant people I've talked to are people who have the wisdom of experience mm-hmm. and the life lessons learned through experience. I think Doug, even though we certainly have a different worldview when it comes to politics, uh, I think Doug is one of the most wise people I know for real, even though, you know, sometimes when he says things regarding politics, I'm just like, Jesus, I couldn't disagree with you more, but right. I respect you. So it's not like I'm going to dress you down on the air because, right. fuck, maybe I'm wrong. You yeah, know? exactly. It's not like I know. Um, so uh, point being, ideally, Doug is doing this for however long, you know, he wants to do it. If that's another day, then it's another day. And if it's another decade, it's another decade. Um, And just because we have a good group with no bullshit and we're working in a place where there's no bullshit. And it's, I was thinking this, we did this thing last week. I hesitate to even say it. Fuck, I don't like saying it. It's like talking about a no hitter. But maybe it gives the audience some behind the scenes, which I know people like. We did this thing and had. I wanted to thank the sales staff for all their work because we're going to hit a number for this show that we've never hit before, you know. Right. Um, and that's not possible without, you know, a great sales staff. Agreed, yep. And then also the downloads on the show are, I mean, approaching, not doubling, but like 60% higher than our previous high at any month in KFNS. So this isn't about the five of us on the show. It takes people behind the scenes in order to make this stuff possible. So I wanted to do a thing where we took everybody out and played golf and had drinks and just a day to, to BS. Yeah. And I always said, because I hate getting asked to do shit that I don't want to do, I made it clear. Two different meetings. What did I say, Jackson? If you don't want to go, don't go, don't go, because I don't like going to shit. I think that was the exact quote. How do you think that comes off, by the way? Because you witnessed honest. me saying- Honest. It comes off honest. Does it? Okay. Yeah, because I mean, like- do people love doing shit when right. they don't like have to? Right. No, of course That's not. the thing. So I but I but then I still feel like it's when people say no gifts and then people still bring gifts, like the curb right. enthusiasm oh, with yeah. Ben Stiller. <laughs> yeah, that's such a great point. But I mean I really meant it. Yeah. For real. Like there were a few people who didn't come and I'm but I knew they had stuff. Whatever doesn't fucking matter. I don't it, it, don't come. Because I and the reason for it, treat others you want to be treated. I don't want to be expected to come to shit I don't want to come to. Yeah. I don't want to be expected to do shit. So anyway. Point being, we did this, and then we're out there. It was a great day. Um, John Hewlett was in my foursome, which was cool to finally be able to, because John and I have talked about playing golf together for ever since we got here, and that was great. Uh, and then we're just all sitting there outside drinking, and I, I left before you left, yeah. you know, and it was my tab, so God only knows what the, the, no, what the hammer out. would be. <laughs> I, I've requested a statement from that day from the proper channels. Um, but the point being, I remember waking up the next day and I thought, this is, we, I need to be aware and enjoy this moment because it certainly has not always been this way. And it will always not be this way. Inevitably there will be change. And sometimes the change is not for the better. The economy can change. People can move on. Things can change. And to have that and have a group of people 
and we're talking about like I don't even know like there were twenty ish people over the course of the day. Yeah. With again, it's not like to say everybody's like friends and hanging out, but just a mutual respect and enjoying the company of the, the vibes people. were very strong. Yeah, it was a very strong vibe on that patio. That is, that's I'm just like I have to, because I cause, and and. and Doug and Iggy, you've you've been a part of it now for a couple of years. Certainly, have experienced different situations. Um, that's not always the way that it is. I recall probably like a decade ago driving to Roger Dean Stadium and about to get on ninety five to go up from PGA to Donald Ross, which is PGA's where we would stay, and Donald Ross is the exit where the Cardinal Stadium is. And I remember thinking, it's a beautiful day. It's probably seven thirty Eastern time, and I'm thinking, God, I'm driving to Cardinal Spring Training. I'm here with my wife. I'm here. I'm going to go laugh my ass off, interview whoever was on the team in 2011 or 12. Mm-hmm. And I get paid to do this. And there just has to be a moment of like gratitude for when, because shit will go wrong probably over the next hour. I'll be bitching about something. But I was thinking this last, whatever, Thursday or Friday after I woke up from that day. And it wasn't, you know, it was just a nice day. It wasn't like there was, you know, some magic or anything like that. Just, right. just a gratitude because if you want to focus on negatives, then you can get caught up in the negatives. But when there are positives to be aware of them and then either go back to them when there are things that are negatives or just have the moments of awareness and gratitude when there is something that you appreciate. And that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I hate to say it, by the way, though, because I feel like it's talking about a no hitter. So I just want that on the record. I might ask you to delete this one, too. So we will have nothing. You'll have nothing in today's podcast. I hope you don't, because I really like this. And I, I, I was talk, I told you I talked to Mark Hanna last week, and we talked about something like this, where it's about being present, like always trying to yeah. be present, because like you can't change the past and you can't predict the future. But what you can control is, is the present. Living in the present is so, like, such, like, so much happier, because you're not worried about stuff that you've done or stuff that you're going to have to do. It's about being in control of yourself at that moment and understanding, like, all right, like, the world could end tomorrow, and I could have been, like, a total asshole over the past three months. But right now, like, I am in a good place. And that's all I—that's the only place I'm in right now. Gratitude. Is, is being gr- gracious that I'm here now and being present. It's, it's tough to trick your mind to do so because our mind often fixates on the past and often fixates on the future. But if you have, like, the ability to stay present at most times during your life— I just feel like you'll be happier and time will move slower. Yeah. I the, I like that, Jackson. Well, I'm telling you, Mark Hanna, we've already, done, we've already done our endorsement, but for him to have the mindset he has in the industry that he is in, <laughs> that makes him incredibly unique. It's crazy. And that I, he truly is like when I have decisions at this point, I don't, I don't make them without talking to my family, mm-hmm. and I don't make them without talking to Mark. And I think that's the strongest endorsement I could make for somebody. Can you know, I mean, that, that's really how <laughs> highly I think of of him, um, just because I feel like he has great perspective. So anyway, I know, like I've said before, if I were sitting here and I was going to light up somebody that we used to work with or for, people would be like, oh, great. Yeah, Nobody, pos- positivity isn't, but, but you know. So this is positive and whatever. It's bad podcast. Real quickly. Um, what do we have? What, what's going on with you? Back Tell to, me about back it. Back to the Ben Stiller No Gifts thing. Was that, <laughs> was that the freak book? Was that the book of freaks? <laughs> no. 
Where he gave the the gift. To Ted, no, that was the Ted Danson. He gave the book of freaks and couldn't stop reading it. Which, God, it's genius. I thought for a second that was the freak book, but that was when he stabbed Ben Stiller in the, yes, eye, in the with eye. eye. Yes, with the skewer. So fucking. Good. And you didn't even bring a gift. You said no gifts. Said Everybody that. says no gifts. You still bring a gift. Oh, damn it! I wish that was the freak book. Oh, now, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch the book. Watch of, the freak book. The freak book. Is I might so, have to go watch it now too. Freak book is so strong. Yeah, I'm currently in this Lakers documentary, which I'm enjoying oh, the I hell out of. I got, I've, I've, it's such a buzzkill when they go from like the Showtime era to like we're talking about Anthony Bynum, by the way, just for the record. Yeah. Was it Andrew Bynum? Andrew Bynum. Yeah, Andrew Bynum, 17. and maybe his brother Anthony appears. Fuck, uh, I don't know. He was a serviceable guard. <laughs> he was just lucky he played with Kobe. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, oh, and this is it's going to end, and I don't know. I don't. Know. I assume they include. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe, That's right. So, but it's ten parts. Fuck yeah! But they're just trying to set the record straight on winning time. That's what this is all about. Yeah, they don't do this thing without probably yeah without winning time. It's and and they got everybody in there talking. By the way, Shaq, by the way, does not seem like he's really enthusiastic about the project. If and I assume you will watch this. Yeah, he has. I know he has mixed feelings about the Lakers, both Phil Jackson, Kobe. The whole situation out mm-hmm. there. He was in a. I mean, that was the prime of his career. But he's also, you know, he's Shaq is a wild character. <laughs> like I've read Shaq's biography, and he comes from a military family, and he made a lot of money really quickly, and so things got out of hand. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's just come out and talked about some stuff. Interesting. I didn't even know past. he had a biography. Yeah, it was uh, Jackie McMullen wrote it. It was really, really good. Yeah, God bless him. I'd have to add it to the. Uh... The list. Uh, before we go any further, I would like to talk about uh, Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling. Well, Jackson, speaking of weather, uh, let's go ahead and. This weekend's not supposed it. to be bad. Yeah, this weekend is strong to quite strong. Um, then it gets cold. Yeah, next week, uh, Tuesday, we got a low of 34. Wednesday, low of 31. Oh, it gets up to 64 on Thursday. Point is, you're going to be using your furnace. That's That's what I'm trying to tell you here. That's what I want you to know. Uh, so get it taken care of with Design Air Heating and Cooling. I had my furnace maintenance check with Seth Goldcamp and his staff. Went to designairservice.com. Seth goes, okay, click on book now. He goes, okay, schedule furnace maintenance check. And 24 seconds, I'm done. And it's scheduled, and they come out, and it's ready to go for the colder weather months here in St. Louis. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And Munganess, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, sponsor of... TMA, the official automotive provider of TMA, and also sponsor of uh, the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And we are very grateful for their support. Mungadas, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. If you're looking to buy a car or you're looking to lease a car, go to Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Mungadas and work with the best. And the best is Mungadas, St. Louis Acura.com, Alton Toyota.com. Is playoff baseball going on as we speak? Like the Phillies and Braves are playing, and I'm not even aware of it. Are they really? I don't know. I just saw Ken Rosenthal pop up on my Twitter feed interviewing Nick Castellanos. Oh, the Phillies are up four to one. Hello again, everybody. With Jeez. two two on and one out in the top of the fourth, and they might open this thing up. Fuck. Wow. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm not locked in right now. The, How about that? And the uh, NLDS. Oh, if the Phillies go deep, that's only going to increase the tilt in St. Louis. Oh, it's going to be brutal. Aaron Ola's so fucking good on Saturday. Oh my. And I thought they had better chances against Noel than they did against Wheeler 
Although yeah. Arenado hit a ball, and I know you were in your car listening to it, that I still can't believe. On Saturday? On Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, On Saturday, he roped one down the and line. And Bo made a great play. Bo was on fire. He Bohm was a was real thorn in the side, especially Saturday. Boy. He was outstanding. Um, let's see what I got here. What do we got going on here? Anna Marie just sent me. Oh, our son is. Oh, wow, he's so close to crawling. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great. It's a great guy. I can't believe he's. Up on all four. Holy mackerel. <laughs> he looks like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anything you want to talk about? Uh, you have an anal or anything? Nah. <laughs> nah. No anal for me. <laughs> I want this erotic story to come in. I think this guy. I've got, I got others. But erotic I, stories? But, but no, not at all, because you know I'd go to them. Yeah, outside no. of the one where the guy was clearly beating off when he wrote it in. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> God almighty. If we ever start up an OnlyFans, we'll read that one first. Oh, it was just it was like, God, this guy. <laughs> he's like, got his cock in one hand and he's typing with the other. And mm, who hasn't been in that position? Me. You know, Deebs has. Um, yeah, Deebs. Now he's got, and it's good. It's on Mizzou football. But what's going to happen is, I'm going to get going, yeah, and you will miss that practice round. And I've got this practice round. I got to drive back to Kirkwood and then out to Meadowbrook. And I do want to see what the hell it's like from the tips. Yeah, that will give us. You, yeah, you, you. I know you want to know. This is this I do, is. I did need to know. I need to. Well, actually, I think the ignorance will be better. Yeah. I like it's like seeing. It's like if you had to like drive in like a race, you don't want to necessarily see the track first. Actually, God, I remember when I played take. with Chris and Jupiter, and I would drive to the Blue Tees where I play, mm-hmm. and then he'd go, "Hey," and then he'd point, and like the first couple times, it was kind of like he would laugh about it. And then I would just keep going right to the blue tees because I just like I don't even think because the, the the back tees are so far back, right? That you don't. It's not like I see them, uh-huh. minus a handful of holes, maybe par threes. And I'd be like, oh my god, he's like eighty yards behind me, right? And I, what I would say to that is, I, I'm a gentleman who plays a lot of different golf courses around the area. Ninety percent of golfers would benefit from moving a tee box up. That is true. And I think a lot of people are like, are like, oh, I can't play from there. But it's like, dude, if you like, it doesn't matter. Like, hitting, like, it's the game is A, more fun. It goes quicker when you move up a tee box. Like, there's people who play the tips who have no business playing the tips. How about this? I would play with Edmonds. I've never heard this before. And he would have us play back. And his reasoning was it would take the fairway bunkers out of play because we couldn't get to them. That's an interesting. <laughs> Meta, really very meta. And he thought I was crazy for thinking that that was not right is the word I will use in this particular instance. Sure, yeah. And he goes, but yeah, now we don't don't have to worry about the fairway bunkers. Oh, you still got to worry about them. This is a second and third shot coming. Uh, I would rather play uh, three fairway bunkers and have 20 to 30 yards closer on every approach shot than to play back and and avoid. Don't play with 15 then. Damn it. <laughs> uh, time for us to uh, shut it down. Send yours in. Team McCurran, InsideSTL.com. I don't know I don't know if you're going to hear the full podcast or if I'm going to decide to use the shears on these topics. I have no idea. Um, but uh, thank you as always. Send your uh, – this guy with the M-F-F-F, send it in. I hope it's real. Boy, do I hope it's real. Yeah. M-F-F? There are three Fs on that? Yeah. Fucking hell. Everyone's, everyone's got I got there. I got – I think I, I, I get – Three? Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Brought home for me. God, Jeez. I want to think it might have been four, but 
and and I'm, I'm dead serious though, and I'm not. It's not self-deprecation. There wasn't a party involved who was happy that I was there. Who gives a fuck? You were there. I thank you, and that's how I feel. Kind of like the guy beating off at the end of the bed. <laughs> yeah. Some people are really focused on that. That's a different story. That's <laughs> tough. That's world-class focus on your part. Uh, yeah, yeah I but I mean, it, like if the lights were on, and it felt like you were like <laughs> grunting. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm probably tapping out. Yeah. Well, but I just like, remember kind of the corner, I go, what the fuck's he doing down there? Oh, boy. And then I moved on. Yeah. It's kind of like something that, like, you want to happen, but, like, hopefully, like, someone mind erases you right after. So. Mm. But, like, the four. But here I am, however many years later, going, yeah, at the end of the. Sometimes you got to reopen some wounds. But the four Fs, mm. that's the mountaintop, right? Like, life doesn't get oh, worse. I mean, five Fs. Fuck. Um, that's the mountain. It honestly, that's the thing. I got to tell you. Like, I've, I've realized, here's something that you don't realize when you're 24. Mm-hmm. At least in my opinion, you don't. You never mature. You never, like, I'm going to be thinking of this if I'm lucky enough to get to 75. Yeah. I am going to be thinking of the night where I think I was, like, playing Madden at oh, 2 in the morning. What a turn of events. Just fucked up. And the door opens, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And then there are a couple more friends, and I'm like... Oh fuck! This is about to go down. Like, and it's been a while, and I think to myself, like, I I still want that. There's not a part of me where I go, well, that was nice, but it's in the past. Like, I want that now. Right. And I have two children, and I guess at some point they'll listen to this. And you know what? I want them to want this. Yeah. It motivates you. It, it does. makes you look for bigger and better things. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I, I have Poor absolutely ass. no apologies. I don't know if like my peers listen to this shit and go, "God, he's so fucked up," but I really feel I feel absolutely strongly about it. I think it's the right way to live. <laughs> now, to each their own. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm like saying, "Hey, go do this," but for me, I'm not going. Boy, I really regret that. I don't. It was wonderful, yeah, and I want it to happen again. Now, if somebody goes, "Oh, I wouldn't be cool," like I remember we were talking about. MFFs on, I think it was KFNS, and I think Frank's audience was starting to come in, even though I thought they knew to not listen till 10. Yeah, there was a time <laughs> break there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, like, well, I would never want to have a, you know, threesome with my wife because, or my girlfriend, because what if, you know, that's just, that's not, we're in a monogamous relationship, bro. Why would I, what if the woman would please her more? I go, okay. Dude, that would be the, boy, wouldn't that be the, that's the crazy. I, I told Anna Marie, I said, if you came home and told me you fell in love with a woman, I would be so fucking happy for you. That's I, the truth. I, I'm dead serious. Right. It's the truth. It'd be it? the hottest fucking thing going. And I'm 46 and the father of two. And I'm not doing this for an act. You know, this is how I really feel. Yeah. I, and I'm, and I don't think I'll be like in four years going, boy, I can't believe her. Like when my sons are listening to this going, what the fuck? No, you're, you're, you, the idea of like your wife falling in love with another woman. I think that's greatest the greatest thing ever. That's the, in pop culture, it's certainly growing. Like people want that now. There's been a couple of rap I don't songs. know if they like it or if they don't. It doesn't matter to me. I know I like it. Right. Drake said, you say you're a lesbian, me too. And then, then that's how I like to operate. Which finish with We're it. We're all lesbians. Drake lyrics. Yeah, I just, it is. And, and here's the other thing, by the way. It isn't as hot. I used to be strip bar guy. That's where a lot of these friends over the course of the years would come from. Maybe that's why I'm missing out. I'm not advocating for it. Right. Well, well you, I got you in the tank now. I don't, I don't know if the stuff, I would think it's easier now. I was an outlier. Probably. I don't go to strip I don't know. Bars, though. And some, like, not just like, you've seen some of the friends. I have. 
<laughs> I still don't know how I was there. I really don't. Yeah, that, 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 that's why, like, you know, anytime I'm like, yeah, but still. There was, oh, I'm not. There were four Fs. It, it was, I think, three, I think, honestly. I mean, I know there were at least three. I think that two was more, the cap. Two more than I've, that's two yeah, more I don't know. exponential And growth. again, though, it, would, it could never be me being the one, because I am, I'm the Corey Patterson in the trade. It's like, oh. He's he's here as well. So I recognize if it's going to happen, I can't be the ambassador. Sure. But I am the beneficiary of going from a last place Blue Jays team to now the world champion Cardinals and also putting out a brush fire, as Cal May once astutely observed. But my belief is that it would be easier now. But what I can tell you is that for whatever reason, for a number of years, I would describe myself as borderline addicted to the stag bar, not because I was doing crap with strippers, although I did, like off off field, yeah. off, off the premises. Right. Um, off campus. Off campus. <laughs> that's the way it should be said. And I guess when I look back on it, you know, multiple. And, I, and again, I don't, I don't go, boy, I'm embarrassed by that. I did it. And I, it, it was great. Right. It was wonderful. You right. know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was, you know, in some monogamous relationship. It's, it's what it was. And it was fun and they were hot. And, you know, I don't know if they enjoyed it, but I did. And at the and, end and of the day, that's all that matters. <laughs> well, yeah, there were some, there were some friends who were, you know, but, you know, they weren't one-time deals. But I don't know why it took me until a certain year to go, oh, I'm paying for this. They're not, like they are not into this. I, I guess I shouldn't say that. Some of them were. Some of them were certainly going through the motions. But I was so, whatever, the right word is blind to the business. Right. <laughs> I think I that's the perfect saying. one. And now that I'm super, like it got to a point. I would say on the radio, never look one in the eye, because if you look one in the eye you will lose the awareness that this is a transaction for them. Right. And they look you in the eye and they know how to get you. Yeah, that's... So, so that's, that's the cost so, oh, good. I'm, I'm glad my, what I consider wisdom is resonating with you. Like, if I could talk to myself at 24, I don't know, because it, it did lead to some fun. Right. I, I, I've never been a strip. I've never... Yeah, I don't know if I can necessarily advocate it, but if you are looking for the less popular, right. that, that to me anyway was where I... The found successful honey hole. And like I said, it, I'm just sitting there playing Madden at one thirty or 2 in the morning. That, that's world class because that is like, what a turn of events. Oh like you're God. probably going to like, all right, I'll maybe jerk it and then head to bed. But instead. The door open. I mean, it, yeah, it really did that's happen. stuff out of like. Dirt. It's like when I talk about like I'm out on the golf course in Florida and I notice it's Willie McGee in front of me and I wind up playing golf with Willie McGee, which for me would be, I don't know who it would be for you, you know. Probably a basketball player of some kind. Yeah, like uh, J.R. Smith, who's now gotten to golf. That was okay. So for me, Willie McGee is the absolute mountain, and that happened. Yeah, that's awful. And I can't. And it's just like it's Field of Dreams, and it's like five o'clock at that time in Jupiter, which is the golden hour. Yeah, and it's perfect. And I'm going, I can't believe that this is happening. That was the same thing then. Yeah, it's and I wasn't going. Oh, there's too much going on. I'm going. Give me how as much I, as possible. How can I make? I don't even know what, when people say there's too much going on. What are you doing? What's going? What's going on? Like, what, what do you mean there's too much going on? Never too much going on. That's just I don't know. Always could use more action. Yeah. They, and by the way, they, as you might imagine, they was freaks. Uh, yeah. I thought you so was, didn't have to there, be there are things going on that I'm like, oh, never seen I didn't that even one know that before. Was live. Yeah. So, 
because sometimes I think about the shit I say on this and I go, God, am I going to go back and go, what the fuck was I doing? Because sometimes I'll see shit that I posted on Facebook 10, 11 years ago. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I really do. Yeah. But it's more about, hey, we're going to go meet here and have drinks. And I was using it as like a message board to communicate with my friends. That's, right. you know. Was that like a siren call for more group sex <laughs> we're like hey i'm meeting here if anyone's horny hey if anybody <laughs> wants to engage in an orgy we'll be at flannery's that's a bold move yeah a move that might not work anymore no, it's just i i, I it's, it's like sometimes i'll see it but it's it's like post questions for the exit poll you know we used to do this exit poll on the morning grind and tma I remember. Yeah. It's, it's kind of before your time, and we brought it back, and it's just in the same cachet now that we really don't take phone calls outside of for people who want to attack us. Yeah, or the podcast we do after the show. It's usually <laughs> where people attack. Or they call them with lists of salads. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I remember this was 2002. I can specifically remember it. And I might, there's a last, and because I was in a relationship, and it was a monogamous relationship, and it, it was an incident that could have taken place in Scottsdale. And like I said, may have told the story. I don't fucking know. And I came back, and I was with somebody who I really liked. But I had this, and I go, God, I, it didn't feel like it would have been wrong to do anything with her because I know I don't like have any feelings for her, and she really wanted to engage. But I kept like going, I'm not going to cheat. Right. And I go, I'm surprised that I still wanted to have sex with her. And Jay goes... Oh, buddy, get used to it. It never changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I and I remember thinking to myself, really? Because in my mind, and I'm, I would have been older than you are now at that time, not by much, by like a year. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, when you have the right person, it goes away. But it doesn't go away. It never goes away. I'm Jason Robards talking to Steve Martin in Parenthood. Mm -hmm. You never cross the goal line. No. You never get into the end zone. You never do your touchdown dance. Mm -hmm. And that is the reality of the the situation. And so that is why I am pro-orgy yep. and whatever other kink. It's why we don't kink shame on the show. Never have. If never somebody's will. into water sports personally, I don't get it. Not my thing. Yeah, but if that's what you want to do, God bless doesn't affect me in the least. If if it turns you on that your wife or girlfriend's pegging you, yeah. Probably to also me, I, I would imagine that that you know, that alters the psychology of the relationship. But maybe everybody's happy and God, everybody's winning. So I don't. It doesn't matter if somebody in the house next to me is getting pegged. It impacts me in zero. I couldn't care any less. What you do is you you, you hold your drink up. Yeah, and, say, and it good. Everybody's everybody's winning over there. Yep. Now if she shows up at the door wielding the strap on at my home, I'll go. Ah. I you wouldn't answer it. the door because I don't answer the door. That's right. exactly right. right. I don't. Answer so you would never exactly have to right. see the strap. Although I'd see via the security system, the strap. There's a strap on at the door, and then you'd have general inquisit inquisitiveness would tell you I should probably answer that door because what if it's not for me? Mm. And then all of a sudden things are live. Don't do your, don't do that to yourself. Yeah, my ship sailed, so I'll live vicariously through you. So I'm going to try to coach know. you to a uh, less popular MFF, and maybe maybe magic can. Can happen for you. Yeah, maybe. Magic yeah, I took. I, I don't, but I didn't take it for granted. That's why we have our moments of gratitude at the end of this podcast. Now we're doing moments of gratitude. Yep. <laughs> Always gracious. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I think you're going to engage in in one. I really do. Boy, yeah, I'd hope. Um, I'm not saying it's it's not a bucket list item, but that would be like a big feather in my cap. I have a very good memory, especially when it comes to stuff like that. And if it just happened once, I could replay it for the rest of my life. Yeah, I mean, look at me. It's not like this happened last week. 
And you could probably give me a lot more details. So. I mean, I can remember the door opening. Uh, and I'm for real, I'm playing a video game. Yeah. Well, anytime your night changes from video games to sex in any capacity, you've knocked it out of the park because video games are fucking awesome and sex is fucking awesome. And then I also remember, like, somebody has to light the fire. I hadn't thought about this in a long time, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, how did everything happen? Because it's not like I just put down the controller and things went. Yeah, so then I can picture it. I can picture it. And then I don't know who initiated, and then it was just on. And it's, yeah. Listen, I love being a parent. The times with my son, like my, I think I said while we were doing the podcast, my wife sent me a picture of Aiden starting to crawl. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't love the picture more, but I compartmentalized that. I couldn't love putting the controller down for the foursome more. Right. It's just it's different. Two different things. It's two different things. So they're not, so you, you can still be a parent and still enjoy the less popular or the more popular or getting pissed on or pissing on. Whatever, whatever, scat play, you know, not my bag. But yeah. if that's your thing. Some people call it shit play. Uh, what I would say to all of that is, you know, I talked about this earlier. There's a, We all have a finite amount of time. Yes, we, that's where it all goes to, man. But we don't have a finite amount of love. So you can oh, have as wow. much love. Poignant as fuck here. For, your, for the group sex after uh, Madden game, probably Michael Vick. That uh, might have been. Yeah. Kerry Robinson of the Cardinals would come over, and I'd be Michael Vick. Or Donovan McNabb, <laughs> I can't remember. Michael Vick was a cheat code. No, It fun. really was, so yeah, I don't know if he was super allowed. Super unfair. Um, and you can have as much, uh, you can have a ton of love for your offspring and your wife. It doesn't matter. You don't have a finite amount of love, but you do have a finite amount of time. Wow. So use it wisely. Look at this. At 24 years old, just some serious pros. Wisdom. Some serious pros. All right, I got to go and try and have Nagel laugh at me when I like bomb one and it's 90 yards behind him. No, you're, it's going to be a big intimidation day today. Is that what today is? Let them know we're coming. God. This is big. This Let is our moment. I mean, this is it. This is this is us going up against the Soviet Union at Lake Placid in 1980. Do I look like I'm nervous? Am I shaking? <laughs> my <laughs> voice quivering? Look, look, look at you quoting blues players. Probably don't even realize you're doing it. Yeah, my dad met a uh, Bennington Raptor. Oh, you did? Day. Wow. I didn't. He I'm did. a big Bennington lemming. Yeah, me too. He's strong. Yeah. Like, if I interviewed him, I'd be nervous. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, re- I mean relatively. Relative to most interviews, I'd be like, because I don't know him, uh-huh. and I'd probably have a little bit of fanboy, but it's fa- but I'm a fanboy because I think he's a little off. Like, yeah, the up here. Right. And so, like, I might be, like, giggling about shit as usual, and then he'd look at me like, okay, fuck is this and why am i here was it bill like uh, <laughs> w- uh was it wayno lancelin and matt holiday in 2014 oh, God, that was the greatest that might that's probably the greatest interview <laughs> oh, in tna history i wonder if we can pull that up I can it's find it. it's yeah God. so wayno who's big for you and holiday yeah. started questioning what was on your laptop <laughs> and it finished with lancelin holiday saying, is a sneaker yeah. when it comes to attacks yeah. and then Lance Lynn was full on yeah I'm gonna light this thing with jet fuel Anna, one of Anna Marie's friends went out with him for a period of time mm-hmm. and so I, it's not like I hung out with him regularly and I don't think he connected the dots and I wasn't gonna help him connect the dots <laughs> good call because it's like two in the morning really good call yeah and I can't even remember like somehow baseball came up and a question came up and I didn't ask it and he said something he kind of looked back at me and I'm like, okay, I guess he knows what I do. And I guess that was his way of saying, don't ever say anything about this on the fucking radio, dumb right, shit. I right. think that's, I think it's kind of like when Yachty went out to the mound for the shadows and Ali Marmol yeah. smirked. Let I think bring, I knew exactly what was going back. on, yeah. but it wasn't spoken. Uh, that's what I think was going on. 
But yeah, it's not. It's not like he was playing a character. I can tell you, he's an intense gentleman. Oh God Almighty! Yeah. Anyway, there it is. There's the podcast. I don't know what the fuck we talked about, but I feel like Jackson gave life lessons. I tried to. And uh, and, yeah. that, and that's what this that's what this podcast in the end is all about. Uh, for Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.